Hello and welcome to the Western Sports Football Club podcast. Given that the end of the world is nigh, this could be the last podcast in a while, but don't worry because we've got a bumper edition for you featuring the first team matches in the Senior Cup against Radstock and the League match against Balti. We also discuss the reserves' most recent outings against Dort Sports Reserves and Chickle. It is uh, Thursday the 18th of March, uh, 19th of March even, and putting their lives on the line and joining me in a clandestine meeting in a pub are Harry Gibbs and Josh Payne. Don't worry, we are sat at separate tables, but that's more because we don't like each other rather than keeping our distance. Steve Ormrod is here and he's got a watching brief only. See what a podcast is and how it all works for future episodes. (laughs) We are all keeping two metres apart, obviously in the best interest of safety, and we're going to start slightly chronologically and go back about three, maybe even four weeks when the reserves played Dorchester Sports Reserves. It was their first home game in six or seven weeks and unfortunately we don't have anyone here from the reserves to talk about it. Uh, So it was a heavy pitch, very strong Alvington wind, as, as you would expect. And uh, the game didn't start in the best way because um, Covey sort of thought he'd help Dorch out and give him a goal early doors. But that spurred us on and took 40 minutes of domination and possession. But eventually a lovely little ball from Sweet at a Stobsy to Fuller and a nice goal. And just before half-time, Sam Fuller passed into Liam Stobbs and it was 2-1. With the wind in the second half, playing against the wind in the second half, completely dominant performance. And Sam Fuller got the third and also completed his hat-trick to get the fourth so uh, Liam Stobbs and Sam Fuller involved in every goal good performance from them so going back a couple of weeks after that uh, first we're in Senior Cup action uh, away at Radstock so what's it like down at Radstock? Yeah it was uh, the pitch wasn't actually too bad considering all the weather it had um, but it was a nice nice little club um, the pitch was flat and it was not, yeah nice little setting and facilities nice Josh we always know like you like to talk about facilities uh, not really no <laughs> um, no they weren't bad they had a bar they had change rooms what more, what more do you need and the pitch was <laughs> I, I see you put the bar above the change rooms there I mean is that, is that in order of priority yeah priorities <laughs> ok and the game started and Sort of, you were sort of under, maybe not under pressure, but Radstock was sort of hitting the, the long balls. Perhaps you'd expect of a team who have a team in the sort of Western League. Yeah, they, they had a clear game plan from the start, and uh, they, they executed quite well early on. Um, fullbacks were clipping into some channels, and they had lad number ten up front who was who was running the channels really well, and they were causing us not not massive problems, but you could see it was something we had to be alert about, and, and they, they probably did have the upper hand in the first twenty minutes. And probably the first chance of the game did fall to Radstock, and that was ended up with them hitting the post. It was so long ago now, I can't remember, <laughs> but yeah, if it's written down there, they must have. Yeah, it was a shot that sort of looked like it was going wide, and it did, did surprise everyone when it hit the front of the post, to be honest. And Josh, you were involved in our first chance. Do you remember this one? It was a pass into Luca. No, you don't remember this either, do you? <laughs> it must have been a hell of a good pass, though. <laughs> Well, not good enough for him to score from, so uh, we'll see. Um, but then we... Radstock take the lead um, from a free kick. Was it a free kick, first off? Yeah, we didn't think so. Uh, it looked like from where we were, Isaac was behind the pair and he just sort of nipped in and clipped, uh, just won the ball cleanly. I did ask the ref, ask the ref at half-time and she said that it wasn't for that, it was the tug before, which no-one actually seen, but if that's what she saw, then fair enough. Uh, and the free kick little deflection no 
<laughs> no deflection. I was in the wall. It went. It just went round the corner of us. Went straight to Cuffy's hands, and he dived past the ball and let it in. But that's what that's what happened. That's what happened. And we were all a bit shocked, in fairness. But oh well. So one 0 down, and we sort of get to half time without too much else happening. It doesn't get any better for you, Harry, because Manley's injured as well. Yeah, yeah. Last thing we needed was to make some change to a player like Johnny but he, he was really struggling in the first half and then a few of the balls went over his head you could see he was holding his back and he was in a lot of pain so forced into a change at half time and uh, were you inspired by Harry's words of wisdom at half time Josh? <laughs> no we had an argument <laughs> me and Giver had an argument um, but no it was fine we came out and we, we were a lot better at the start of the second half um, regardless of the change to Johnny I know it's a loss but yeah we started very well in the second half and although obviously the game started well for us not long in it then does get a bit worse because we lose our captain Barrett to, uh, to injury as well yeah I mean we had a young side out already and then to lose two of the senior players in the squad was a bit of a blow and uh, yeah we had to then reshuffle again but ended up going okay for us <laughs> yeah the average age came up a bit with uh, average age came up a bit with Houch uh, Phillips coming on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> definitely did uh, and then so we did start the pressure and uh, the first test of the Radstock keeper probably came from you Josh forcing him into a good save if it says so if it says so <laughs> did you actually play in this game <laughs> I was captain I'm unbeaten <laughs> I've never um, lost as Weston's captain. I've, I've also seen it written down that Josh was looking dangerous quite a lot just because either of you remember this. I'm imagining yeah, not you, Harry. Yeah, but... yeah, second half we were really dangerous and Fuller and Josh were causing a lot of problems coming off the flanks and making some good runs uh, into the middle and we, we were well on top, we say, to start the second half. OK, and then maybe the next controversial incident appeals for a penalty for us. Uh, waved yeah. away. Was that, was that a penalty from our point of view? It looked like Fuller just got absolutely smashed by the keeper. Yeah, <laughs> just got wiped out, but he didn't give it. The, um, the ref didn't give it. So fair play. No. Is that one of those where if it's a defender, it does it. It is, but the goalkeeper gets away it's with one things. Of those, if you, it'll be given on the halfway line as a free kick. Yeah. I did. I did ask again. I spoke to her after the game, and she was most upset that she had a bad angle, and she said she couldn't. She couldn't actually see it, and she so seen him clattered on the floor, and she was just a bit like. She couldn't give it because she, she didn't see it, it but obviously she was upset with herself for not getting a better angle, so we were upset couldn't argue her. with that. I thought you said bad ankle for a minute, but you said bad <laughs> angle, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> I was about to ask how on angle. earth that had any effect on it, but there we go. <laughs> uh, and then the equaliser did come, and it's um, a nice ball from Mal, and he sets in Sam Fuller. Yeah, it was a lo- lovely ball through the middle, and like I said, Josh and uh, Fuller were making great runs down off the flanks into the middle channel and Mal found uh, Fuller with one and he adjusted his body and just slotted it nicely into the bottom corner great goal and it wasn't long after that just a couple of minutes um, Josh do you remember this bit you must remember this bit <laughs> talk to us about what happened I can't remember who played the ball Luca. Luca Luca played the ball and it just fell in behind the back line and I toe punted it past the keeper just on the stretch so just it was pretty much identical to Fuller's goal I'm honest, just the other side. So we're two one up. Um, what sort of ten-ish minutes to go, ish? Right, and um, obviously we're trying to hold out to, to seal the win, but couldn't quite manage it. And was, they get an equaliser. Yeah, yeah, it was a soft goal from our perspective. I think Mal will admit he would be pretty uh, disappointed with himself because he, he kind of brought it down on the edge. And as he's brought it down, he fell over. <laughs> 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 and then the, the guy just sort of 
walked past him and on the half volley just sort of blasted it into the back of the net and say just under 10 to go and in the last few minutes we do have sort of maybe three good chances to go and win the game chances falling to sort of Mal, Luca and one to you Josh do you think we should have taken one of them yeah I didn't realise how much time I had if I, when I think about it I tried chipping it from 30 yards when I was one of the keeper but yeah I can't remember the other two but I remember that one yeah we should have killed the game off definitely especially in the second half in the second half we should have scored more than two battered them but it's not to be and we end up in a penalty shootout so first penalty Josh you can remember this right yeah <laughs> Gibbo said I scuffed it but did I laced, you I laced it side netting <laughs> well scuffed <laughs> well scuffed into the side name but in the good side of the side yeah, name right yeah. exactly yeah okay so that puts us 1-0 up and uh, nails the equalise Mal sticks his 2-1 up and then Cuffy springs into action yeah that, this one was high to his right it wasn't hit with any real like pace they sort of just passed it to him quite high to his right and he cameraed it over the bar <laughs> yeah. but yeah he saved it fair play to him redeemed himself from the free kick and, and the first penalty as well because the guy just started his run up and Cuffy was already past the post <laughs> <laughs> yeah they basically rolled it down the middle into an empty net <laughs> okay. uh, next up was Luca and he failed from the spot was it a save or a miss or a uh, well it'll go down as a save but it was quite tame he sort of just passed it down to the keeper's right it wasn't really in a corner but no. it's one of those if the keeper dives the other way if it goes in it's a good penalty isn't it so the keeper saved it and then Cuffy again, more heroics. Yeah, yeah. This I same thought, penalty I, as Lucas, wasn't it? I, I thought this one was going to go under his legs, though. <laughs> <laughs> it did just got him in the knee and went away, but like guessed the right way, so it's ideal for us. It's identical to Lucas' penalty. Yeah, So Matty Phillips steps up, sticks his three-one up. They pull it back to three-two, and Isaac Story steps up to to win the game for us. Yeah. yeah. To be fair to Isaac, when when I was asking people who want pens, he went, "I want fifth." <laughs> and you've got to admire that confidence. He, yeah. he also yeah, said, be all over, all over by then. <laughs> he also said on the halfway line when we were talking, he goes, "Watch me put this top left." <laughs> he's, he's 18 years old. Watch this top left, but he just he just stroked it in the bottom right in the end. <laughs> okay, so a great result in the senior cup, and that puts us through to the semi-finals, um, where although we might not get to play it, we got uh, an away draw in the next round away at Burnham. So that'll be exciting. Uh, when we look back and imagine what we would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Football manager, sim it. So also that day, the reserves had a home match against Chickrell. Uh, there's a lot of under-18s in the squad this day with Ben Pounder, uh, Tom Jarvis, uh, Seb Goddard and Pete Park. Uh, Sam Fuller had obviously been called up for the first. The first half was a little bit scrappy, but very, very even and probably uh, should have come out the first half in front. Played slightly the better, but it was pretty even. Uh, a lot of Chickrell arguing at half-time. Uh, couldn't agree with each other not happy with the way they were playing but unfortunately didn't start the second half well failure to clear a ball and end up 1-0 down and before you know it one becomes two with a shot from 40 yards which sort of goes in the bottom corner and then five minutes before the end a free kick which went over the keeper into the goal to make it 3-0 a good first half performance from reserves but unfortunately uh, mistakes in the second half once again proving costly um, so League table-wise, the reserves currently sat in fifth um, on 26 points. League leaders' pool have got 33 points, but have played three games less. Uh, league leaders' pool are also five points ahead of second place. Mir, who have played four games less, although potentially this is probably all academic. 
the under 18s that weekend played Yatton and Cleveland beat them 3-2 Alvin Toomer goals from Henryfield Ben Powder and Lewis Ferguson uh, and they held off a late comeback from being 3-0 up but held on for the win so the following week guys had a home match uh, against Balti and you never get an easy game against Balti do we? No especially, especially at their place but we tend to get the better of them at home but it's always a tough game always a battle and both sides started pretty quickly although chances were at a premium really. yeah it was a, a lot of the ball was uh, down the middle uh, I think both sides struggled to get a foothold in the game early on but I would definitely say it was a very evenly matched game and the first chance certainly fell Balti's way came from a corner and he sort of lashed it over from I don't know three four yards really should have scored yeah I'm, str- I'm struggling to remember it guys but I, I do remember I'm having an early chance so I don't know I can't say much more about it <laughs> uh, and then Josh you spring into life in the action you do a looking to put an across to the back post what happens yeah <laughs> by the sounds of things it was a good cross mm-hmm. I can't remember yeah, well, it sort of drifted into the net. Do you remember that bit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the goal. I thought, yeah, I remember that. It wasn't a cross either, it was a shot. <laughs> if you'd have said a shot, I'd have remembered. Yeah. Oh, Harry, was that a shot? Yeah. Uh, Josh says it was a shot, it was a shot, mate. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to talk about Josh's decision-making, shooting from there? <laughs> I'm, I'm captain, I can do what I like. <laughs> if, they, if they go in, I don't mind. <laughs> OK, and the next chance um, fell to Louis Irwin. He was sort of almost put... Cleanish through, but with, with the pressure on, and the shot was deflected away. It was a bit slow getting the shot off. Uh, I think it was, it was really tough. Like the pitch was really tough and heavy, and you could see a lot of players with like the, the bobble was just taking the ball away from players. And I think Louis was trying to wait for it to sit perfectly before he struck it, and maybe he did hesitate a second too long. But you can understand why with all the misplaced passes and all the with what was going on around him already. Do you know what I mean? It was a bobbly pitch, wasn't it? And you could see passes were going astray yeah yeah it was it's unlike our pitch but with the with the weather and the wind never helped but yeah we just had to deal with it at the end of the day it was still better than the Radstock pitch we played on the week before uh, and then the next incident I guess is um, we give away probably a bit of a needless free kick 20 yards out yeah yeah they, they, they had a lot of joy uh, coming through the middle and they were over overbearing us with numbers and we did make three or four needless fouls around the, the edge of our penalty area and um, we ended up getting punished for one of them which was bound to happen in the end It was a, it was a good free kick though Josh wasn't it? It was a good free kick I was, yeah it, this was unlike the Radstock one again <laughs> but he, um, it was a young lad he was, he was quite bright he was one of their better players Definitely. he got on the ball and uh, just bent it round and over, over the wall and into the corner so yeah, fair play going to it, save it no and to get it up and down from what I mean literally 20, 20 yards yeah. you know it's a great effort yeah it was it was a lot you can argue with the finish to be honest it was really good good free kick and then we do have a chance to maybe retake the lead uh, I can't remember was it a corner or a free kick it came in but it, it fell to Tim Trevitt at the back of the box and he sort of lofted it didn't he yeah. he, he kicked it into the ground he kicked it, he kicked it into the ground and it yeah he kicked it into the ground it bounced over the keeper and there Quite headed it off the line. He looked like he improvised quite well, to be honest. He's on the sort of half turn, and he's he's seen the the keepers off his line, so he did. From where I was, it looked like he tried to loop. Yeah, same here. Corner. <laughs> this might be another like bossy thing where he said Sam Fuller locked the keeper last week, but yeah. God knows. No, I was at the back yeah. post. I thought he was unlucky. They, they obviously defender headed it off the line, and I don't think Tim could have done much more with what the position he was. And we had another couple of half chances. Um, Luca 
sort of smashing over and Louis putting one wide but you know we're playing okay at this point with the better side and the chances are coming our way and not theirs yeah we weren't paying I think, I think we had a lot more to give but we, we were definitely the better team from our perspective okay so it's half time at one all and the second half starts really well nice and quickly uh, Josh you create a chance for straight away yeah from the from kick off I just picked the ball up and put a ball over the top and Fuller ran onto it and uh he sort of hit the keeper, I think. I think he passed out the keeper. He sort of lost his yeah. footing, didn't he? He, yeah. he, um, he, he, he tried that, to sort of like readjust his body and then lost his footing while doing it. And when he did actually get the shot off, he was already halfway down on the floor, wasn't he? But I, think, I think it's the first time we've ever played a, a, a kick-off and it's actually worked for us, a long <laughs> ball, and it's pulled come back to us. It usually just goes up for a throw-in or a goal kick. I'd like to say it was a training ground move, but we, oh, yeah. we don't really do that. <laughs> uh, train? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> get record numbers when there's nothing to play for but there you go anyway uh, and then next incident Bolti a corner just straight off the bar yeah caused a bit of panic yeah 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 I feel like I got it covered yeah it did just all just yeah. land on top of the bar didn't it? Yeah. it was no no real threat but it surprised everyone when it actually did land on top of the bar yeah. made the spectators go ooh for a minute you know all the, all the ones we got from the Oval after they, yeah, their yeah, yeah. coronavirus scare against Barnet <laughs> um, Josh this is the next bit from you uh, picked up the ball lovely little turn what happens next? Crack the crossbar. <laughs> no, it's turned a man, hit one on the right foot, and it just cannoned off the bar. Came back to me, and instead of heading it, I tried to do a bicycle kick, and it's gone into orbit. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was the first the, bit was good, though, wasn't it? It was good, and the second bit not so good. Not bad, but a goal does soon come. Louis Irwin gets fouled, 25 yards out. Louis Morgan's been on the pitch two or three minutes. And he decides it's his responsibility. Yeah, he, 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 he got the man sent off, didn't he? First, he, was that on that one? Oh, well, let's, no, 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 not on that. No, that's no, later. On. That was later on. It's later. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, Morgs come on and he demanded all set pieces. Uh, Maybe he stepped on the pitch. But... I didn't like to see him taking throw-ins by a corner flag. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he, um, he put it in a good area and then Josh nicely flicked it into the back of that. <laughs> you claiming that one, Josh? It's gone. It's not gone down for you, I don't think. No, because I said he could have it, but it did come. It did come off my head. <laughs> did it take into the goal, or was it going in the goal already? Well, it was. It was hit, hit the keeper. Talking about it, otherwise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I put it in the bracket. Do you hear that, Louis? The manager has spoken. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Looked like a great finish from where I was, though. Uh, okay, and then the. Spo- if you didn't get the spoiler from a minute ago, the Bolty skipper does pick up uh, second yellow and receives his marching orders. Um, the, the second yellow definitely yellow no complaints about that one no, I think we can say that that was coming from the, the, the way the game was going that they, we were yeah, first to a lot of the balls and we were turning them quickly and they're, they're, they were resulting to certain tactics which I think they were lucky to have as many few yellow cards as they did have and obviously the red card was, was clear for us it was I mean, completely agree. And from where I, I mean, from where I was, I have to say, the first yellow actually, the first yellow we got actually looked harsh. But he should have been booked at least once before yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, like blatantly, really. Yeah, he got away with a couple. So just, the ref just kept giving him benefit of the doubt. But yeah, that one there was no, no arguments. He didn't even argue. None of their players argued. He just 
marching orders. Still yeah. laughing as well. <laughs> oh, I think he spent the next 10 minutes chatting to the, uh, the Westerns fans down the line so I think he's probably calmed down when he got off the pitch so he's okay no we have to speak to Ben <laughs> <laughs> well that's not going to keep anyone calm is it so. exactly anyway we played out the game for, t- for the last sort of 10 minutes or so whatever it was fairly fairly comfortable in that um, you know defended out well no chances for them not looking to push too much forward but saw the game out and it's another good three points yeah, yeah we, we controlled the game really well the whole of the second half um we had quite like again. We still got a lot of youngsters in the side, but they they stepped up and like Mal came on. And I thought Mal did a really good job holding midfield, and he he done all he needed to do. And we we didn't give anything away, did we? We never looked like conceding. We weren't overly threatening, but we were always the team in control of the whole game, like in the, the whole of the second half. Sorry, you're missing players like uh, Johnny and Baz as well. So well, for the young lads to come in, core middle of the team like mm. Wakes, Manley, Flem, Barrett. That's the, three or four players and to make a to play a side like Bolty and control and second out Steve again another <laughs> core player in the midfield <laughs> Steve's just come back from the bar <laughs> yeah without drinks I notice <laughs> that was a hint Steve right <laughs> okay so I mean I think this is the first time we've said this this, this season but uh, Hamrek are not top of the league uh, uh, so Merley Cobham are top on goal difference from Hamrek but Hamrek do have three games in hand uh, we sit in third, we have a game in hand on Merley Cobham and we are three points behind but we'll, unless we win our game in hand uh, 43-0 40, will remain behind them <laughs> uh, so that's going to have to be a hell of a game um, and probably as we'll see we're, we're not potentially going to see too much football this season um, the, the DPL has obviously been suspended uh, until further notice, we've seen football be suspended until first of all the start of April, and, and then today the news has come out it's the end of April. Um, I mean, it's a lot easier for the Premier League and the professional leagues to maybe get the last ten games in. It will take us to the end of June or whatever before players' contracts run out and things sort of change. Um, but realistically, what's the what's the DPL going to do? Um, <laughs> what's the DPL going to do? I, don't I mean, really the, the DP, it's going to have to follow suit with the with the football yeah. leagues too. With the Euros being moved to next season now, I, I tell you what, I can imagine happening is the season's going to finish and we're just going to start a new season. That's what's going to happen. There'll be no there'll be no preseason. Obviously, That's we, what I think we've, we've got less things in terms of like sponsorship and all that sort of stuff that's riding on it, but we still pay our entry fees for the league, so we still kind of like we still you almost expect a finish, don't you? Do you know I mean just to scrap it? It's not actually. A, an easy thing to do really I, I think I think it'll carry on I think the next season will start late and then what hours well I think we'll finish our season this season in like end of June July. do you really and then yeah well, we've got we've got 16 games to play I mean if and this is an if if we restart start of May how many weeks are you going to get those 16 games in you've got a reserve side <laughs> I think they've also got games to play. No, we don't worry about that. No, yeah, it's, just, it's an impossible situation, isn't it? Yeah. So obviously, none of us know what the right thing to do, but I mean, it is, you, the only thing is, we can wait and see. Obviously, see like, from our point of view, well, and the cups we're in, and you, you, you've progressed so well on those, you want to win them. We're not completely out of the league, you know what I mean? And it's a, it's a bit of a bummer for all that effort we've put in already, just to just to wipe it. But in the, the day, if it, if it can't be done, it can't be done, can it? You can't. Everyone's in the same boat at the end of the day, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, it's easier from 
you know, realistically from where we are, I mean, it's, 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 obviously, it's obviously not beyond, it's not beyond comprehension, but the chances of us catching Hamrek would be slim, if we're yeah. honest about it. However, we've got an excellent chance in the DPL Cup and the Somerset Senior Cup. Yeah. They are, considering the rounds we've got, in the semi-finals of both, two semi-finals, should the season restart in May, they are feasibly two competitions that could finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all depends when we can restart, doesn't it? And if if you if everyone's allowed to play football again, start of May. Well, we've only got to play two games in each cup, so they could effectively finish the cup games, which would be perfect for us. <laughs> <laughs> Probably work out. Well, hopefully it will work out okay. But obviously, a couple of tough draws. But yeah, you, you'd, course, you'd yeah. want you'd, you'd want to try and finish them off when you're given the opportunity. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as you said, I think we've got a good shout with both of them. It's a one-off game against... Who have we got? Hamrek? Hamrek. Oh, Ham- we beat Blanford. We've got Blanford first. We've got quarters against oh, Blanford. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, we've got, yeah, sorry, we're quarters, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And then we've got Burnham, as you said, in the Somerset Cup, who are an unknown entity to us. But, yeah, we want to play, we want to play both games, don't we? Blanford and Burnham. I think they're doable. They're winnable. Um, so, I think previously certainly maybe not us but people have discussed whether there's too much football on TV at times and I think right now it sort of proves that there isn't <laughs> God. I mean, we're all missing board, this aren't we the boredom is unbelievable isn't it yeah. we were in uh, I mean we're, we're not allowed to go out we're not allowed in pubs yeah. although we are but <laughs> we were in Cooper's Mill last Saturday after, uh, after our game and we were sat and we were like what are we going to do and we were watching badminton <laughs> myself Tim Trevitt and Will yeah, and uh, I understand the boys do to fill their time have got into marble racing yeah well, no marble racing's got into us what a sport <laughs> seriously yeah no that's the future are you thinking of uh, breeding your own marbles anytime soon <laughs> we're, we're doing all sorts of the marbles now how can you breed a marble <laughs> okay I like it maybe, maybe, maybe you could be the trainer Josh <laughs> And uh, have you two guys been obviously the, you know there's a rush out you're not allowed to do anything you've got to go shopping there's nothing left on the shelves have you two been pan- panic buying anything? I've got 4,000 loo rolls if anyone wants to buy one off me for £2.50 <laughs> come to the GS launch I think you probably sell them for more <laughs> than that I used my brain you see and went on a there's a website called Muscle Food <laughs> and bought 10 kilograms worth of chicken so uh, I'm currently working like, my way. The thing is, that. chicken's not one of the things they're running out of. Yeah. It is. Oh, they have no meat rolls. in Morrison's. Well, it is because you're buying ten kilograms worth of it. No, not from Morrison's. From a website. Oh, that's oh. oh god. Oh, it's a good job we don't need these papers. <laughs> oh, god. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> so uh, I don't so, get the loo roll thing either because in a crisis, loo roll's not one thing I'm worried about. Because <laughs> I can shower. Well, I mean, there's a. I mean, to be honest with you, you, you can go and buy the sun for about. You can go buy the sun for forty p. That's a lot cheaper than Lubro. Then you're giving them money. Phil. <laughs> you are, but uh, there you go. Um, so another thing. So what was? Which was the better uh, panic buy? Was it uh, my purchase of two hundred forty-four tins of canned tomatoes, or was it a Galo for United? He scores bangers, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah, clearly a Galo. <laughs> yeah, he costs a lot more. <laughs> Yeah, he probably has. How um, many tomatoes could you get for a Galo's signing on fee? <laughs> no, no idea. Well, I think, well that's, that's something we'll bring to the next podcast, OK? I bet you can't work that out. Um, no, not, not now, no. Um, and <laughs> Harry, one question specifically aimed at you. So Spurs' recent-ish game against Brighton, they racked up their 1,000th league draw. 
and they've league, been league, what, league draw. League draw. Okay. Come on, bolt. And they've been stuck in the nervous 990 since April 2018. So it's taken them quite a long time to get sort of nine or ten draws. It must have been entertaining at the lane. Yeah, it's been it's been epic lately, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to say about that, Phil. It's been, it's, it's been really tragic at the moment. I don't think he's happy with that stat. No, no. no. Well, I'm sure Jose will sort it out. <laughs> or should we leave it there? <laughs> okay, thank you very much for listening, everyone. We are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all other good podcast providers. Please subscribe, give us a nice rating if you can. If you'd like to get in touch, please use the hashtag WF. WSFC pod and please do get in touch because we're going to have nothing to talk about on this podcast for a few weeks so if you want something to listen to then get in touch I would like to thank Harry Gibbs and Josh Payne for their time this evening Steve Mulrod is still looking down and trying not to talk to me uh, <laughs> come on Steve how is the injury broken leg or fractured leg are you on the mend it's on the mend this is um be ready for the uh, start of next season probably when you'll, you'll start playing football again so like November yeah <laughs> I mean yeah I imagine Steve's probably going to start our next game yeah <laughs> I'll be back for the next one you'll start to take corners and be captain back stronger back stronger that's quite feasible I would like to thank all the guys and Steve for their time this evening uh, and hope you all get the opportunity to watch football soon thanks very much for listening